So just that we're 100% crystal clear on this, Apple can call the next iPhone pretty much anything they want. iPhone 12S, iPhone 13, sure. iPhone 20, iPhone 2021, why not? iPhone Baker's dozen, no, hard no. But iPhone Extreme, okay, fine. iPhone Mother of Dragons, come at me. The only real question here is this, what will they call it? Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Real quick, to get your questions answered, hit that subscribe button and bell so you can join me in the comments for the first hour after every video goes live and we can chat. Now, you know all those videos, the ones where the voiceover says, before I give you that information you actually clicked on, I'm gonna have to pad this out with just a bunch of useless background fill first. And I just yell, not today, Satan. Well, in this case, actually today, because before I can get into the iPhone 12S versus iPhone 13, I do have to provide just a little bit of background. We are calling it iPhone. See, the original iPhone was just the iPhone, but it didn't have 3G. And that turned out to be one of the big limiters, one of the things Apple wanted to fix with the follow-up. So much so, they actually put it in the name of the follow-up. The iPhone 3G. Then it came time to name the third iPhone, and Apple chose not to do what they'd been doing with Macs and iPods, not just stick the year in parens behind it or add a gen number in tech support docs, but to stick another letter on it. The iPhone 3GS. For speed, which was a lot of weird marketing work, but stay with me because it only gets weirder. The next iPhone got lost in a bar, became this whole thing. Stop me if you've already seen this. (laughs) But Apple also decided to switch up the naming. Remember, this was 2010. If they'd stuck to radio names, we'd only have gotten the iPhone 4G in 2012 and the iPhone 5G in 2020. So even though there was never a Mac 4, never an iPod 4, it was a major update and the fourth new iPhone. So they called it iPhone 4. The next version fixed the antenna, improved the camera and chipset, but not much else. So Apple decided to just once again add the S. iPhone 4S. And that pattern continued. iPhone 5 iPhone 5S. iPhone 6. iPhone 6S. It continued until the next iPhone, which didn't get a new design or an extra new letter. So either Apple was fresh out, just fresh out of letters, or they still wanted to push it as an all new iPhone. So they gave it that next number, that lucky number. iPhone 7. But the pattern break didn't stop there because after that, Apple had the next iPhone ready to go. Like, They always do. But that year, 2017, they also had the next next iPhone ready to go as well. The one that was getting the redesign. Now, Apple could have abandoned numbers entirely. They abandoned them on the iPad after the iPad 2. And again, after the iPad Air 2. But they obviously didn't want to. And we'll get to how exactly just all of that plays out this year in a hot minute. But sure, they could have gone with the iPhone 7S. But that special next next iPhone wasn't gonna be ready just quite on time. So they really, they really wanted to push the regular next iPhone in the meantime. And they figured they could best do that by again going with a full on new number. So iPhone 8. And for the iPhone after that, well, iPhone 9 it wasn't because Apple skipped that number entirely, much like Microsoft skipped it for Windows. And that's led some to conspiratize that in both cases, it's because of nine meaning no in German. But that's about as likely as 9-9, meaning the best comedy of the decade in Brooklyn. Because four is the same sound as the character for death in major Chinese dialects, 
like Beijing Hua and Guangdong Hua, and that didn't stop Apple back in the day at all. But it would be the 10th anniversary iPhone. So Apple went with iPhone 10, but wrote it X, because if there is one thing Apple is just famous for, well, it's relentlessly mainstreaming computing technology. But if there is a second thing, it is utterly confusing people about just how exactly the X character should be pronounced. Mac OS 10, but Xcode. iPhone 10, but the A12X processor. Trillion dollar company, can't afford any consistency. Also S, because just when you thought it was out, Apple pulled it back in, sorta. See, the fancy modern iPhone 10 was replaced with iPhone 10S, which, yeah, is pronounced like tennis, not like XS. But the regular old iPhone 8 wasn't replaced with a regular new iPhone 8S or even a late unlamented iPhone 9. No, it was replaced with a slightly less fancy, almost as modern iPhone 10R, where the X was 10, but the R was, I don't know, race cars. I give up. Learned Apple nomenclature helplessness. And I wasn't alone. So Apple didn't even try to go to the iPhone 10i. They reverted back to decimals, hard. And they didn't just revert, they also reset. So the iPhone XR was replaced with the iPhone 11. And the iPhone XS was replaced with the iPhone 11 Pro. Which once again lent on that same kind of marketing descriptor Apple had been using with the Mac and by then the iPad as well. Because when you come down to it, it's all just marketing. That's the only thing any of this ever is, just marketing all the way down. But they didn't reset fully, not fully at all because just this last year, we didn't get an iPhone 11S. No, we got another redesign and another new number. iPhone 12. And that brings us to now, today, and the next, next iPhone, again. And debates about whether Apple's gonna call it, gonna position it as the iPhone 13 or quote unquote, just the iPhone 12S. And I say debates plural, because some people believe Apple will just honor the superstitions and never name any iPhone 13. Like many buildings just don't have a 13th floor. Others that Apple will once again want to use the S to just properly set expectations for a phone with the same design, but better internals, including a better version of new radio technology and the introduction of a new biometric fingerprint identity scanner, just like they did almost a decade ago with the iPhone 5S. And I've got a whole entire video explaining how and why Touch ID is coming back. Link in the description. But so iPhone 12S, or rather iPhone 12S, iPhone 12S mini, iPhone 12S Pro, and iPhone 12S Pro Max, which is actually getting even more cumbersome than iPhone Mother of Dragons, I'm just saying. But actually though, I think that's Apple's best, smartest move here. iPhone 12 just S for extra, like I've been doing with many of these videos on Nebula, and soon my first original. There was no question that was a game changer phone that was ahead of its time. The iPhone really, it has changed, I mean, my life in so many ways. It was the keynote every Apple fan had always wanted Apple to deliver. Good morning. We're gonna make some history together today. Exclusively on Nebula, where you can also find exclusive bonus content and extended full versions of many of my videos and ad-free versions of all of them. So if you sign up at curiositystream.com slash Richie, not only will you get CuriosityStream and the absolute best documentaries on the internet, you'll also get Nebula for free. And because CuriosityStream has just extended their special holiday offer, it's over 40% off. That's less than $12 a year and just an even better best deal in streaming. But it's not gonna last long. So click the link in the description and get CuriosityStream for over 40% off and Nebula 
for free or go to crossystream.com slash Renee Ritchie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for less than $12 a year. Just click the link in the description or go to crossystream.com slash Renee Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. For more, much more on the iPhone 13 or iPhone 12S, just click on the playlist above. I'm previewing and explaining every single new feature so you'll know what to buy and when. Just click on that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.